Welcome to Anchor Point, where we believe that the next 30 minutes could change your life forever. So join us to consider the greatest message ever heard, the good news of the gospel, as well as sound scriptural teaching for believers, all based on the Word of God, the anchor for our souls. Today we'll be looking at a beautiful verse in 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 18 which says this, For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened in the spirit. Here is the entire gospel message in one verse, and what a wonderful source of hope it is to an individual, maybe somebody like yourself, who is longing to have forgiveness of sins and peace with God. Evangelist Mr. Jack Gould takes an in-depth look at all the elements of this verse, how God deals with sin, how far he was willing to go to provide salvation for us, the moral purity of the Savior, the completeness of his great work, the resurrection of the dead, and the certainty of salvation that he offers us. What more could a poor sinner want? Follow along carefully, won't you, and make the greatest discovery of your life the grace of God towards you, and the guarantee of eternal life for all who believe the message. If you brought a Bible or New Testament along with you, I'm going to ask you to read with me one Bible verse in 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 18. Now, if you haven't a Bible, just listen to the reading. We trust that what we have to say on the Bible verse will be easily remembered and as well easily understood. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 18 reads, For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. Now, just look at the top of the verse again. For Christ, God's Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, hath once suffered for sins. All the children that have gone to Sunday school and adults that would go to churches would know that He suffered for sins when He was on the cross. The next phrase tells us who suffered. The just one, that is a title of the Lord Jesus. It tells us who he suffered for, for the unjust. The Bible tells us why he suffered to personally bring you to God. He was put to death in the flesh, simply means he died. He was quickened by the Spirit simply means that he rose again from the dead on the third day. For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring you to God. First Peter 3.18 is one of the richest summaries of the sufferings of the Lord Jesus 
It tells us in a very unique way the purpose of his suffering both Godward and manward. It is one of those Bible verses, and there are many in our Bible, that in a very short and concise way tell us the story of how you and I could know the forgiveness of sins and as it were to be made right with God so that at the end of life, God in heaven who is holy would be righteous in taking us home to his eternal place. And thank God that are many that have gathered with us and they know personally what the sufferings of Christ mean to them. They have what the Bible refers to as a day or a moment of salvation or a moment of conversion when personally they recognized, I am the sinner and Christ is the Savior. And if I'm going to get to heaven at the end of life, I need him personally. Now just think very quickly of what this Bible verse teaches us. First of all, this Bible verse teaches us how God has dealt with sin. You see, friends, tonight, Sin is a terrible thing. We think so lightly of sin. We live in a world that would just gloss over sin. And what might be sin to one person would not be sin to another person. But listen, you and I have sinned. And you and I will personally give account to God for the sins that we have committed. But our Bible verse tells us how God has dealt with sin. For Christ also hath once suffered for sins. He suffered for sins under the hand of His God, for He was made sin. So the Bible verse tells us how God has dealt with sin. But our Bible verse tells us how you could have your sins forgiven. What a wonder, dear friend, tonight, children raised in Christian homes, teenagers or adults possibly not acquainted with the gospel story. What a wonder that you could come into a a meeting of this nature burdened with a load of sin and yet to be able to go home knowing for sure my sins have been forgiven. So the Bible verse tells us how your sins could be forgiven. But the Bible verse tells me as well that how far God was willing to go in order to offer the forgiveness of sins. How far was God willing to go to offer to the speaker and to offer to each of us this evening this eternal life and this forgiveness of sins? While God's salvation is offered as a free gift to you this evening, this salvation and this deliverance is not cheap, for it cost God the giving up of His only Son. How far God was willing to go. But again, the Bible verse tells me how much God loves me. Tell me tonight, 
Are you assured this evening? Do you know for sure that God loves you? You say, Mr. Speaker, if you knew the circumstances of my life, if you knew what the past year has been, if you knew my family circumstances, I must put a great question mark whether God loves me or not. Let me tell you, dear friend, just one tender heart to the next. You may be going through difficulties or trials like nobody else has ever known, but I want to tell you tonight, the measure of the love of God is not your circumstances. The measure of the love of God is what Christ did at the cross. His sufferings is the measure of how much He loves you. Fifthly, the Bible verse tells me what Peter appreciated about the sufferings of Christ. You see, Peter was a disciple, and he was an eyewitness of the sufferings of Christ. He stood there that day when the Lord Jesus hung on the cross. And even though he may have stood at a distance, he was still there. And he witnessed the sufferings of Christ. And he's writing now to Christians and believers who did not know the Lord Jesus. And he's writing just as if it was fresh in his mind, as if it had happened yesterday. And he pens these words, For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, to bring you, to bring me, to God. I want you to think, first of all, with me, of the totality of sins. The totality of sins. For Christ also hath once suffered for sins. You ask, what is the relation between the Lord Jesus and our sins? And that would be a good question. What is the relation between the Lord Jesus and our sins? Let us allow the Bible to speak for itself. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 3. Listen to it. Christ died for our sins. The relation between His death and our sins, He died for sins. Hebrews chapter 9, But now once in the end of the age hath Christ appeared to put away sin. He died for sins. He has come to put away sins. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 28, again, So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many. John the Baptist stood one day, recorded in John chapter 1, and he pointed to God's Son as he came toward him, and he said, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Now put those Bible verses together. He died for sins. He came to put away sins. He came to bear sins. He was pointed out as the one who has the ability to remove sin. That is the relation that the Bible gives us to the death of Christ and our sins. 
One day the Lord Jesus was teaching. The event is recorded for us in Mark chapter 2. And there were religious individuals that stood there that day, and they asked a very important question. And possibly you might be asking that question tonight. And they said this, Who can forgive sins but God only? Since you and I have sinned against God, it is only God who can forgive us our sins. While the Lord Jesus was on the cross, in the three hours of darkness, the totality of a world's sin that only God could know and that only God could accumulate the totality of those sins were taken and placed upon His Son, and He bore those sins. Christ, one suffering for sins, the totality of our sins. But I need to say something about the finality of His sufferings. Listen again to what Peter says, For Christ also hath once suffered. So complete was the work of the Lord Jesus on the cross. So satisfied was God with the death of His Son in relation to sin that the Lord Jesus will never come back to the world again to suffer for sin. For He has come and He has come, and He has suffered once the finality of His suffering. The Gospel records, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, record for us some seven statements or sayings that the Lord Jesus uttered from the cross. All of them are important. But you know there was a cry after the darkness, just about before he was going to die. And the Lord Jesus cried with a loud voice, I would just love to shout it, but I won't. Finished. The work was finished. The plan of God in relation to salvation and deliverance and the forgiveness of sin, that work and that plan was finished. And again, So satisfied was God with the death of His Son and the stamp of approval on the death of Christ is that God raised Him from the dead on the third day. And we hold up tonight in the Gospel meeting not a Christ on the cross. Listen, we don't point you to the cross because it's not there. We don't point you to the tomb because really, No one knows exactly where he was buried. We point you to heaven, to a living, exalted, risen Lord Jesus Christ, who has the power to forgive you of your sins. The totality of our sins. The finality of his sufferings. But we need to say something about the purity of the Savior. Why is it that God's Son, the Lord Jesus, was able to die on a cross and bear the punishment of sin to the satisfaction of God? Why 
Was it possible for him to do it and not for anyone else? The answer lies in two words in our Bible verse. He is described as the just. Peter wants to remind those to whom he is writing. And I would like to remind you this evening that the man who died on the middle cross was not an ordinary man. He's God's eternal Son, Jesus of Nazareth, born of the Virgin Mary, raised in the despised city of Nazareth, rejected by the religious Jewish leaders of the day, crucified at Calvary. And the Bible describes him as the just one. It means he's the righteous one. It means he's the holy one. It means He is the sinless One. And in that He Himself is sinless, He then becomes one who was willing to bear the sin of others. The just One bearing the sins for others. The purity of the Savior. But as I close, you may have followed So far, Peter's thinking, you've come into the gospel meeting. You need not anyone to convince you of your sin. You realize that sin must be forgiven in order for you to be in heaven at the end of life. You understand that it is only God through the work of the Lord Jesus that can forgive you your sins. And you say tonight now, Mr. Speaker, how does the verse apply to me? The totality of sins, the finality of His sufferings, the purity of the Savior means something of the certainty of salvation. The certainty of salvation. Listen now to five words as I close. The just for the unjust. The just describes the Lord Jesus The unjust describes all of us in the auditorium this evening. And the little word in the middle gives us the secret as to how you could be certain of salvation. To think, dear friends, that God had you in mind when Christ suffered at the cross. To think that God had us in mind when Christ died for sins that were not His own. And the whole purpose of those sufferings were to personally bring you to God. Sins that separate us. Sins that separate you from God. Those sins can be cleansed. Sins that separate you from God. Thank God those sins could be forgiven Listen, our Bible verse tells us that it is Christ and Christ alone who is God's answer to the problem of our sin. It's not the death of Christ in your baptism. It's the death of Christ. It's not the death of Christ in your church membership. It's the death of Christ. It's not the death of Christ in you keeping a code of rules and regulations. Friends, it's the death of Christ. And we hold Him up tonight as God's answer. Listen, God's only answer 
to the terrible problem of our sin. John chapter 1 verse 12 says this, As many as received him, as many as relied on him, as many as rested in him, to them gave he the power to become the children of God. God help you to remember the sufferings of Christ and why Christ suffered. Yes, my friend, Christ alone is God's answer to the problem of sin. He suffered and died, the holy and just one, for us, the unholy and unjust ones. And why was that? Well, he did it to bring us to heaven. Yes, but much more than that. He brings us to God. Have you ever thanked God for the sufferings and death of Christ for you, my friend? If not, you remain exposed to the fierce wrath of God for sin that Christ experienced for sinners on Calvary. Trust him today, won't you? If this or any of our Bible messages here at Anchor Point has made you aware of God's interest in you, or if you'd like some literature or a visit that would help you to understand these important truths, why don't you drop us a line at email at anchorpointradio.com. We'd love to hear from you. We're glad that you were able to join us at Anchor Point today. Anchor Point is sponsored by believers in Christ who are meeting at various gospel halls. Each of these Christian assemblies holds gospel services every Sunday, as well as other meetings such as regular prayer and Bible studies throughout the week. No collection is ever taken, and a very warm welcome awaits you. If you've been challenged by today's message, and would like to know more about the truth of the gospel, or of gathering under the name of our Lord Jesus Christ following New Testament principles, take a look at our website at anchorpointradio.com. There you will find more information, as well as the location, programs, and meeting schedules for the gathering center nearest you. My name is John Sharp, and thank you once again for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week at the same time for Anchor Point, where we believe that Christ alone is the anchor for the soul.